You are listening to This Hong Kong Life, a podcast by Kelly Support Group to empower the youths of Hong Kong. Welcome to Season 8. When you look into a mirror, you see a reflection of ourselves, an image who we are at the moment that we are looking at it. But any physics student can tell that a mirrored image is only a virtual image. Is it truly who we are, or merely a representation of what we are? We are the hosts of this season, Ryan and William. The theme of this season is Raw Reflections. Together, we'll explore the idea of self-reflection and how it can help us to gain a deeper understanding of ourselves. Each episode, we'll share our own personal stories, methods, or struggles in cultivating self-awareness. Or, we'll invite the guests to share their own journey of self-discovery. Are you ready to dive in? Let's start to challenge presumptions and do some raw reflections. Welcome back to a new episode. School has started for a month now. What have you been up to, Ryan? Oh, this year, new year, new me, right? I'm very determined to do a lot of goals and a lot of things, and I know that I'm going to succeed. Wow, you changed a lot because I don't think you were like this last year. You were confused about what you want to do and just no, have no idea what you actually need to do in uni. Yes, last year was, I would, I would say I still have the same mindset on very ambitious, but I don't really know what to expect as a year one student. What about you, William? Me neither. I had no idea what I want to do. And I used a whole year to figure out what I actually want to do by fumbling upon a big mistake in life, which is falling prey to an immense peer pressure around me. Ooh, really? So what kind of peer pressure? Because in university, you... It is kind of different from secondary school, right? So what kind of peer pressure do you face? Oh, that is exactly this difference that made me fall prey to this peer pressure. Because in secondary school, teachers tell you exactly what you need to do to become a good student. But in uni, no one tells you that. But I'm kind of used to that thinking. So I need someone to tell me what I need to do to become kind of a successful uni student. And... To do that, I follow kind of followed what everyone else is doing in order to become to suit their values and then become the person that we are expected to become. To give an example, because we're in business, right? A lot of different business students are persuaded to join the professional consulting or banking societies and clubs in USD. At that time, I have no idea what I want to do. So I just joined, applied every single one of them. But that is a very, very wrong thing. I'm not saying that applying to things that you want to try out is wrong, but it's the mindset behind applying to different things at that time that was wrong. Because I'm not actually trying to explore different options. I'm applying to everything simply because I don't want to miss out on things. I had a very, very great fear of missing out. If my friends are doing joining this case competition, doing that, joining that club, if I'm not doing them like, them, I'll be missing out a lot of opportunities and I'll not be able to fulfill my expectations. That's why I fell prey to the immense peer pressure around me and actually wasted a lot of time doing things that I actually didn't enjoy. And that is, and not only that, I was really stressed because I'm not successful in every single application or complication that I joined 
back in year one. And when I see my friends succeed, it actually gives me a lot of stress because I think I'm falling behind them. I'm losing track. I'm not going to be able to succeed in university life. And that's just now I realize that's just a really, really, really wrong concept of thinking about things in life. Mm, I, I really resonate with what you are saying. In university, you have so much more freedom than you have in secondary school. In the secondary school, a good students is very well defined. You just have to have good grades, a good behavior, good attitude, join some extracurriculum activities, then you are a good student. But in university, nobody really knows how to define a good student. So a lot of times, especially for the elites, they would follow a similar path. They would join this club. I'm going to do this activity. I'm going to put X amount of hours in this and learning this skill. And ev- and all of the elites would do the same thing because of fear of missing out, right? But it creates a big problem is that there are people that are much better than you in every single, you know, the world is so big. There's going to be a people that is better than you. So when you are following people's footsteps and doing, copying them and doing the exact same thing, you are eventually not going to be as great as, as them. So, so this is something that we should keep in mind of, which is if you just keep on following others because of FOMO, you will st- stay behind. Yes, not only because uh, you'll stay behind because of FOMO, but I don't think you can actually achieve what you want, actually want to achieve in life because you are not defining your own success. You are achieving the success that other people define for you and therefore you have to live within that limitations and that expectations and that those limitations don't always match your personality or character and that will only lead you to a miserable life. So for example, I'm joining this many case competition, this many societies, but a lot of them I don't actually enjoy. And I'm purely joining them for the sake of joining them, not missing out of this opportunity and be able to tell my friends that, yo, I joined this case competition. It was cool. So I think a very, very important thing in university is to be able to define your own success instead of following some set templates from people that have been to this program or school before. So what I did is I just real, I just figured out through trial and error what I actually enjoy to do define a very clear set of goals and then I will be able to stick to this goal without deviation. I'm not going to join some random activities just because I fear that I'll miss out some great things in that because I know that these things are not suitable or not conducive to my own development. I'll only do things that will lead lead me to my success and I'll stick to this path without deviation and that's the biggest thing that I learned about goal setting. Come to a decision and then stick to it to the end. But William, how do you set a goal? Because in university, there are so many things you can be. You can become an ex- like a very excellent athlete. You can be a very sociable person. You can be a great businessman. You can be a pers- people with a high GPA. You can be a lot of things. So how do you set the goal? I think for setting goal, I'm adopting a somewhat different approach from what my other peers are doing. What they want to do is they find a job that they want to do in life and then they do everything that they can to achieve that goal. For example, I want to go into investment banking. So to do that, I'll have to do a lot of finance internships, learn some finance finance course and get a good GPA to be able to pass the screenings. But for me, it's not 
and my success is not defined by the job that I'm actually going after. It's by the character or the kind of person that I want to become. So the person that I want to become is actually someone that is likable and has the natural charisma to attract people. And to do that, I will join activities that will that are suitable to this, to fulfilling this specific goal. I'll find jobs that are suitable to the to the development of this specific goal instead of finding a job that suits me. I really connects with what you are saying with goal setting. I adopt a similar approach to when I'm setting a goal. William's approach is to define the character that he wants to become and the pathway to do so. And I follow a similar path. And the reason why I don't follow others, other people's path, which is to get a good job, is their sole purpose, is because I think more long-term. Once you get a job, what's next? You know, you are always trapped in this red race. You get the job, then you will seek a promotion. After that promotion, you seek another one. Or you find exit opportunities to get a better job, to get a better payment. And you just keep on following this kind of red race. And I don't think this is really giving you happiness because a lot of times you you get happiness because you, you want to chase something, you want to chase something. But for me, I would say that developing my own character, knowing that I can create an impact in others, it is something that I would find myself with more satisfaction. And how I define my character is through setting three areas of goals. So in every quarter or so, or every significant event, after a significant event, for example, the end of the summer, I set three areas of goal, work, health, and relationship. I would set, and I would think, what do I want to celebrate by the end of the quarter with my loved ones, my families, my friends? And for work, maybe it's your career, or maybe it's your study, or it's your passion. For example, if you are very into playing football, then your goal would be to score 10 goals, maybe. Or for, and for health, you can divide them into physical health and mental health. What do you want to achieve physically or mentally? And relationship, you have friendships, dating, and also family as well. So there are a lot of areas that you can set goals in. Hey, William, are you following something similar when you're setting goals? Yeah, I actually agree with your approach a lot because what you're saying is that success is not a one-dimensional thing. Success is not that you got you get a very, very good graduation offer. It's actually composed of a few different areas that you need to complete individually. And my definition of success, or rather happiness, is actually quite similar to what Ryan defines it. My success comes at the foundation of health, so I need to maintain a good health, whether physical or mental. And then with a good health, I'll be able to pursue my passion and I'll be able to create meaningful interpersonal relationship. And the final one is to just to get a job that is satisfying instead of the highest paying. And that is how I define success. And to do that, I'll be able, I have to have a good character and a good health. So that's how I define my goal and how I'll be able to stick to my goal throughout the entirety of my university and not be affected by other people. Oh, that's very interesting. And I, I really like your structure. And I can see that you're putting a lot of thoughts into setting this goal. Would I mind asking for the audience, how can you, I, I think you put in a lot of thoughts. So what is your thought progress to define this purpose? Oh, my thought process is actually quite intuitive. The reason why I put health as the foundation layer is because if you don't have health, you can't do anything in life. 
what what can you do when you're on a wheelchair or you have to be supported by multiple multiple machines in a hospital to be able to breathe or just live your life so health is definitely the most fundamental part of success and the second part which is which composes of interpersonal relationship job and personal passion let me go through that one by one so for personal hobby i think that's gives you an endless purpose for you to pursue in life and that is not exactly the same as the rat racing job because for rat race you're actually competing with other people's expectations and competing with other people but with a hobby you're actually achieving internal satisfaction right you you feel happy after you do the hobby not because you gain anything or because you outcompeted anyone but because you've become someone better you become better at this hobby than anyone else and for interpersonal relationship this is actually something that inspired i actually i'm actually inspired by a ted talk on happiness because the ted talk was about a long i think 80 years of research onto what makes a happy person so the researchers actually followed around 300 people in Boston back in the 1950s, 1920s, 1920s. And then they kept on doing yearly interview about how happy they are, what's their financial status, what's their job, how's the family. And then they came to a conclusion. What makes people happy is not about money, not about job, not about anything else. The people with the most meaningful relationships in their life are actually the happiest so that's why I figured that meaningful interpersonal relationship is the second most important thing in my life. And the third one, the work. Work is also important because it will take up almost 80% of our life because you have to go to work on weekdays or sometimes even weekends. If your work is not satisfying, you'll be in pain. You'll be in a lot of pain. So that's how I came to define four pillars of the happiness in my life or rather the success in my life. I really like your approach of defining success and defining purpose in a very multidimensional perspective. The reason why is that from a stoic perspective, a lot of things you can't control. You can only control the things within yourself. And if you set out goals that are very one dimension, you will be easily affected by others, by your surroundings. For example, if your goal is to get a very good job, if there's a financial crisis, you will lose your job no matter how good you are in that job. Or for example, if you're focusing on your family, your relationship solely, what if one day there is some sickness that took away your family's, your loved one's life? You can't really control that. So it's like a building. If you don't have a strong foundation, if you don't have, for example, four pillars or five pillars to support you, if one pillar is taken away, the tower is going to fall. But if you set a very multidimensional build a layer like purpose, then the building can stay within, let's say, very stable. So I really like the approach of setting multidimensional goals. Well, I agree with your analogy a lot, but how do you actually compile the four areas of success in your, in your life? I would say how I define my own success is actually something similar to what William is. He has a structure, the foundation. It's like a pyramid for him. But for me, it's more so like an onion. So I, I quote the book, The Way of a Superior Man. It talks about finding your purpose is like peeling layers off an onion. For example, now my purpose now is to become very 
articulative, being a very knowledgeable person in different fields. For example, I'm reading different books about history, about biology, about economics, politics, philosophy, psychology, so many different things. It's because I want to become very knowledgeable in every single field that I won't be ignorant. I won't say things that are without much knowledge. So this is something that I want to become. But this is only a temporary goal. Once I achieve it, I will peel off another layer. For example, my next layer would be, for example, get a good job. And once I get a good job, my next layer is to get a promotion. And my next layer is to, for example, achieve happiness within my relationship. So I will define my purpose as an onion. I will peel off each layer once I achieve that goal. And towards the end, once I peel towards the final layer, I believe it's something that is for the greater good. For example, impacting the world. I have dreams of writing books that inspire others. Or another way around it is to have self-actualization, actually to find happiness within myself, to take a more Buddhism approach, which is, you know, emotions come and go. And what makes you happy is not to be controlled by the desires, which is to be contained within yourself. So my, I would say my purpose is like an onion, some say. I don't know if William agrees with me or the audience agrees with my analogy. I think although we have different approach to life, like onion or pyramid, one thing that we have in common is that we focus on intrinsic value. We're not our success is not defined by extrinsic things like getting a good job, getting into certain societies, or getting a promotion in certain societies. We are motivated by becoming a better person, and I think that is the only way that you can define your success throughout your entire life and feel fulfilled. Throughout your life, but maybe it's time for us to get back to our topic of starting the school year. So, given all this knowledge, what advice will you give to freshmen that are starting university soon? I would say is to set your own goals, but at the same time, I know that once I was in year one, or if some of you are in secondary six or year two, you don't really know what is your goal. Like very specifically, you just know a very narrow or a very Broad goal in mind. For example, you you want to be rich. You want to be successful. You want to get a girlfriend. You want to get a boyfriend. These are very broad goals. But as you, I would suggest what you do is to find your purpose through journaling. I did a lot of reflection, and I would love to spend time writing and to figure out myself. I would do something like an issue tree. So I would say, what is the thing that pops up to my head now? So let let me give you an example. For example, I want to be rich. So what kind of rich? How can I be rich? Then I would divide them. Oh, get a good job. What kind of job do I want? Do I want to become a entrepreneur? Do I want to become a banker? Do I want to become a consultant? Do I want to work in marketing field? So I'm thinking of I'm breaking down all the things to get to my goal. And as I Draw up my issue tree. I become more and more specific with my smaller goals. So, what about you, William? Journaling is something that I do as well. But another piece of advice that I would like to offer is just to think about why you're actually doing things in life. Because I know how hopeless it must feel if you don't know what to do in university. So, it's good for you to follow some set templates or paths of success that the previous students have followed or achieved success in that way. But when you are doing the things that they have done, just keep one thing in mind: 
constantly ask yourself why exactly you're doing that activity. For example, if you're gonna be a community member of a certain society, ask yourself why. Is it because my friends are all doing it and I will not become and I want to join their gang? That's probably not the best reason. Instead, ask yourself if your reason is you want to gain something out of this experience. Maybe you can become a better person. You get you know how to manage events, you know how to reach out to people, and you know how to attract new members to that club. That's a good reason, a solid reason for you to follow when you're exploring different things in life. And another thing that I would like to add is that success or just what you want to do in uni will not come immediately. Your goal doesn't just magically appear one day. You'll have to go through trial and errors and then gradually you'll be able to build up your own definition of success. But at the same time, just don't be afraid to follow templates, but constantly ask yourself why you're actually doing something. Yeah, I really agree with what William said. And apart from asking why, because it's kind of hard to ask yourself why, by yourself. I think one of a good ways is to find like-minded friends and ask each other, why do you want to do that? And me and William is like an example. The reason why we are so determined with our goals is because we keep on asking each other, why do you want to achieve this goal? We will challenge each other. Or why do you think this is leading to a good life? For example, William said that health is the most important pillar. Then I will challenge him. What about this thing that you are doing, it is hurting your health. For example, he is engaging in a lot of case conditions, which are like 24 hours non-stop case conditions. It is affecting his health. Then why is he joining? So I would challenge him and make him rethink that are my actions now aligned with my purpose? So I think this is also something you can keep in mind of. And if you find one or two like-minded friends that you can challenge each other and to ask yourself, why are you doing this? Then you can get closer and closer to your purpose. I think finding friends will be a good note to end our episode today. So to wrap up everything, just find some friends, be aware of why you're doing things, and then set your own, define your own success instead of following what other people expect of you. And that will prepare you for a good university life. That's it for us. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This is the end of the episode. Thank you for listening. This Hong Kong Life is an initiative of Kelly Support Group, a youth organization empowering young people to reach their full potential in Hong Kong. If you like this show, please subscribe to get news of our latest episodes. If you have any ideas for This Hong Kong Life, reach out to us by Instagram DM at kellysupportgrp or drop us a note at contact at kelly.org. Stay tuned and see you next time. Bye.